bears all the time. Mm-hmm. And by all the time, I mean... That one kid's hand that one time. Yeah. And that little boy who fell into the zoo. But I'm pretty sure... Was that a bear? That was a gorilla. Did no, it was a... Karame? No. Not <laughs> 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 Worms are a myth, an outdoorsy podcast brought to you by Whale Shark Adventure Co. So welcome to the podcast. Hello. So basically, we kind of wanted to do a podcast that's kind of everybody's like everyday outdoorsy podcast because we're not professional athletes. Mm-mm. We kind of know what we're talking about. A little bit. A little bit. Um, and we believe that to be outdoorsy, all you really need to do is just to get outside. So you don't have to do like crazy stuff or like do like super like high intensity stuff. Like as long as you're getting outside, you're outdoorsy. This is kind of the podcast for you. I agree. So basically. Do you want to do like an introduction? Yeah. So my name is Carrie and the other person here is my lovely boyfriend, Christian. Hello. <laughs> um. And we started Whale Shark Adventure Co. as a way to kind of be an outlet for our outdoorsy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we both work in the outdoor industry and have for a couple of years and strive to just get outside as often as possible. True. We actually met uh, both working for the Eastern Retailer, Eastern Mountain Sports. Shout out. Shout out to the dying company. <laughs> to the no longer company. <laughs> Basically, we're refugees. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's kind of who we are and why we started our whole outdoorsy endeavor. Um, so what we really want to do with the podcast is just kind of talk about really whatever we want to talk about, um, in terms of like gear and different projects we want to do or like stuff we want to hike, stuff we want to climb and do some like hacks and like debunking like myths about the outdoors and different things like that Mm -hmm. is what i would say and in addition to the podcast hopefully we're going to integrate our youtube channel Mm -hmm. um, the will shark adventure co adventure show it's it's so catchy it's (laughs) so catchy catchy. (laughs) (laughs) and we have an instagram my dog is the picture on that Instagram, it's so cute. basically you should already follow him because <laughs> my dog's real cute. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so for this episode of the podcast, though, we kind of wanted to do, like, not just, like, regular, like, say our names introductions, but kind of, like, our outdoor why, like, why we got into the outdoors, why we've been into the outdoors, um, go through, like, our favorite outdoor sports and kind of our outdoor goals and then talk a little bit more about the future of the podcast totally so where's that gonna put us it's gonna put us at the why so why do you like the outdoors christian well um always been drawn to the outdoors always um been kind of not a loner but (laughs) i I enjoy i enjoy my own company probably more than most people do Mm -hmm. and Really, the only way for me 
to like go be by myself and enjoy my own company besides like locking myself in my bedroom <laughs> is outside yeah and just being in the woods is so purifying and refreshing and you just get to be with yourself and sort of like an out-of-body experience um you know realize that you're small yeah so is there a like defining moment for you i know you like you've always you like you said you were always into the outdoors but was there a kind of moment where you're like this is my jazz this is what i like yeah so more than other stuff um you know working at eastern mountain sports um that was the first time i'd like really like dove into it where i was like outdoors stuff that's uh that's my jam mm -hmm. um but it wasn't until after losing our jobs my job <laughs> <laughs> um and the in-between trying to find a new job, trying to replace that, um, just feeling uh, incomplete, like a part of myself was missing, trying to re-figure out where I fit in, and then uh, going to L.L. Bean for a little bit, thinking like, oh, that's an outdoorsy store. Worked there for <laughs> shaded L.L. Bean. I'm not throwing shaded L.L. Bean. <laughs> no, it's I know. a great I'm company. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just not for me. Just different kind. And just kind of like finding the like niche that EMS was for you. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and the EMS that we worked at had such a close knit, homey feel. Yeah, there I were got... people there who worked for like 30 years at that location. Yeah. Some, so it was very like mom and pop. Some long time EMSers. And I just really liked that uh, that family kind of small scale vibe. And Elpine didn't really have that. And mm -hmm. it was also in uh, one of the largest malls in the country. <laughs> so <laughs> Not exactly your outdoors location. <laughs> it's a great company. You should shop there. Uh, not, Bean, don't come for us. <laughs> not a paid endorsement. <laughs> um, no, they're great. It's just not like the job. You didn't like working in a mall, yeah. essentially. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much what it comes down to. <laughs> um, and now I work for REI, um, which is good it's more along the same lines as ems was on a slightly bigger scale i'm part of a, a lot bigger crew which is which i'm getting used to um but it was like very recently that i got this job that i like realized that this is my scene mm -hmm. this is these are the people that i it's like my being crew. around yeah <laughs> it's just it's like-minded people and um yeah that's, I guess that's, that's I guess a that's, good outdoors why. I like it. That's the why for me. How about like you? <laughs> well, I grew up in southern Vermont, and like my best memories are growing up and hiking with my dad or going fly fishing really early in the morning with my dad and like having to hike in in those situations and like growing up playing in the creek and different stuff like that. So I'd agree that like I'm also like I've grown up outdoorsy, but as far as like at like adventure sports type stuff I don't think I really considered myself like an avid hiker like an avid backpacker until probably a good like three years ago probably about um I had broken up with my boyfriend at the time and I had a friend living in upstate New York near the Adirondacks and I had never been and she was like, you got to come up here. It's super awesome. The hiking's super cool. This was like, 
at the beginning of November, so there was snow on the ground already. She's like, we're not going to, we won't do high peaks, but we can do like the Saranac Sixers. It'll be really fun. Come up for the weekend. And I was trashed emotionally <laughs> at this point. I was, you know, like typical breakup, like super upset. Um, but I went up anyway. And the person who drove up with me, my good friend, Teresa, was you just, if you ask her side of the story, I sulked the entire drive up. <laughs> but like kind of once we hit that part of New York where it's really like hilly and there's trees everywhere and you, you're not you know on like a super busy highway I started to just like get really excited and going into that I think was even more important that like I was kind of emotionally raw because I went into hiking at this whole like weekend on like these mountains I'd never hiked before being like this is something that's restorative for me this is something that I really really get a lot of life from mm -hmm. and we didn't even hike like big stuff we hiked if you know anything about the Saranac Sixers we hiked Ampersand and Baker and St. Regis which are all like relatively easy but um they were just really really fun and there was snow everywhere and we just giggled the whole time and it was really <laughs> fun we fell on our butts a whole bunch because we didn't have micro spikes <laughs> well that's what i was gonna ask how experienced <laughs> oh. were your friends at this at this point um kayla my friend who lived up there kayla she had been hiking in the adirondacks for probably a month or two before like we got there so like she was fairly new to it as well okay. and then we went with her friend dustin who was a little bit experienced as well. So, like, they had spikes and they were, like... Mm -hmm. I'm, like, we were experienced. Like, we were layered enough. Well, <laughs> me, Kayla, and Dustin were layered enough. Teresa came up. She brought two cotton sweatshirts. Mm -hmm. And as, that was it. That was her jacket. That's nope. all she brought. So we, <laughs> so we drove into, like, Placid and got her a jacket. <laughs> because it was snowing and she had two cotton sweatshirts. <laughs> So yeah. it's it's kind of funny that um like saying like that's an experience mm -hmm. because especially when I was younger my one of my best friends Chris mm -hmm. who is now an outward bound instructor um uh he's a Knowles alumni very outdoorsy guy very experienced he has always been like you got to go ultra light you got to get the best of the best and then I would be like well, that's that's cheating that's not even like camping that's outdoors <laughs> that's not even outdoorsy in my head i was picturing like the the grizzly like mountain man with the beard and like <laughs> the <laughs> the earth toned uh tunic mm -hmm. carrying like cast iron stoves on yeah his and back. like a canvas backpack <laughs> exactly <and> like... <laughs> to me i was like that's outdoorsy that's outdoorsy so i would always get in arguments with him and he'd be like that's so not ultralight <laughs> Except he probably wouldn't say that. No, no. No. But yeah, so as far as getting into it, we weren't exactly super experienced. And it's not to say that like you have to be to go and do that kind of stuff. But that was a big moment for me where I was like, this really is something that I get a lot out of and that I want to keep doing. And from there, we just didn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> we started hiking a lot. Like we drove to like Shenandoah and to the Catskills and uh, because we're located on the East coast, there's not like as much local stuff. So you have to drive a bit, but, um, we just started doing as much as we could. Low blow to the East. Low blow to the East. No, to the mid Atlantic. A low You're going to get so much hate for that. <laughs> no, it's okay. There's plenty of local gems. 
There is a lot of local My favorite jokes. part about this entire situation so far is that we're like, no, this is like the everybody's outdoor <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah, and, and I'm like already that. crapping all over. <laughs> like, no, you got to drive like a good couple hours for some good hanging. <laughs> um, for everyone who doesn't know Carrie, you're going to have to get used to that because she will shit talk you on all I of your gear. I'm just a peak bagger, all right? <laughs> it's fine. I accept it. I've admitted mm-hmm. it. The world knows now. Um, <laughs> you can't go. You can't go head to head with Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned. <laughs> so that's kind of both of our like why we got into the outdoors, what we really like about the outdoors. Um, I think for both of us, we like it for very similar reasons. Yeah. Um, just it, we get a lot out of it for ourselves. It's like a recharge. Yeah. Time and, and yeah stuff like that. And you always say the first time that we went backpacking together in the Catskills, <laughs> <laughs> you were so surprised that I opened up to you about like having anxiety and depression. Yeah, yeah. It's funny what backpacking does to people. And I think that's like a really cool thing. Yeah. Well, not to say that everyone who goes backpacking or no, enjoys the outdoors just... is an anxious person no, or has anxiety. No, 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 not to say that. But yeah. I think it's funny because I feel like you find that a lot. Because mm-hmm. it, it's it, just a healing thing. You just well, you, it, you, it's healing, and then it's this kind of it levels the playing field. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter where you come from or what you you know have gone through and all this other stuff. Like anybody could come from anywhere, and if you meet in the outdoors, it's like this level playing field where you're both yeah. climbing the same mountain, or you're both doing the same route, or you're both dealing yeah. with dehydration it's a, exactly <laughs> you know it's nothing it's, brings you together yeah it's the great like equalizer. dehydration and pooping in the ground exactly <laughs> that's why backpacking is the best first aid. <laughs> if you haven't peed off of something extremely high you haven't peed man you haven't peed you're missing out <laughs> exactly exactly you haven't pooped until you've made yourself really terrible pine needle tea for the first time and done it wrong (laughs) with (laughs) disgusting wilting Mm -hmm. terrible poisonous uh pine needles true story make yourself sick and i'd like everyone to know that i didn't do this oh that was (laughs) it was totally me (laughs) i'm so sorry allegheny national forest (laughs) i have soiled you oh my freaking god (laughs) (laughs) do you get it though oh my god but do you get it (laughs) it's funny because soil (laughs) anyway moving on moving on so (laughs) the next kind of thing we want to talk about is our favorite outdoor sports which i feel like for both of us is fairly broad we're not like a like a single thing Mm -hmm. kind of no it's definitely true yeah we do some of the things more than others just because yeah. they're practical mm-hmm. for where we live but, yeah but yeah. we definitely have like a broad interest i think yeah we both try to do as many things as possible i think it's just because we're we both genuinely are curious and like to learn new things and yeah it's just i would just get bored so fast yeah. if i eat, like i love climbing that's probably my favorite thing and mm-hmm. like if i only did that I, I think i would get bored of it and I feel like you lose kind of a sense of like, I don't know, you just lose the ability to do all that other stuff. And like you, it's just not as broad, I think, of an education of the outdoors, I guess. Yeah. And it's always cool to see how many different um, 
principles and um, skill sets, I guess is the mm-hmm. word I'm looking for, yeah. that uh, intersect each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just things you pick up on yeah. and then you go and do a different sport and you're like, hey, I can use oh, that this skill. this is useful. This is great. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of the stuff like leave no trace and, you know, having your 10 essentials, like you need all of that information in most outdoor sports that you do. You know what I mean? You should be prepared in all outdoor situations, not just for climbing, not right. just for paddling. Um, but back to our favorite outdoor sports. <laughs> Christian, what are your favorite outdoor sports? Well, as mentioned, um, I love climbing. I discovered rock climbing. <clears throat> that was probably the first real outdoorsy thing that I got into. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if I can clear my throat. Um, in high school... I was part of the um, rock climbing club um, that that Outward Bound guy got me into. <laughs> um, and I definitely thought that I was hot shit, <laughs> <laughs> even though I was maybe climbing like like five sixes to start. <laughs> you gotta start. Don't don't shit on the five sixes. <laughs> Hey, all climbing's fun. All climbing is you fun. Still, you can still rock, like, five fours. And rocks rock. Rocks do rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, climbing uh, I got into, and I think that was, like, my entrance into the, like, outdoor community. Um, and then I've always liked the outdoors anyway, so then just got from there, just did more serious hiking just did a lot of car camping um so car camping is always good mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i hike whenever possible i don't get to do it a lot um because i work um but other than that i'd probably say paddling yeah Kayak, kayaking yeah, yeah. kayaking i love kayaking um although i haven't really done anything big it's true so we'll hopefully something soon. it'll be good it'll be another podcast um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I like to do everything. I try to do as many things as possible. I feel like it's hard to dislike. If you if you know that you like outdoor sports, it's hard to dislike a specific outdoor sport. True. I mean, like, you, it's a, a lot of the same things that are drawing you to the sport that the other ones will have. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say, I have... I don't know if you can even call this a sport. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> But I have recently started tree climbing. Yeah, like it's a sport. Real, I, it's like not a sport, but like arborist it's tree climbing, like yeah. with gear and stuff. Because mm-hmm. we have really tall oak trees here in Pennsylvania. Um, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I recommend it. I recommend it. <laughs> Maybe don't go by yourself like I did the first time. Yeah, that's kind of silly. There and was scary. a point. Where I was like, always go with a buddy. That's your good outdoor rule, just overall. Just have a buddy, man. <laughs> always have a buddy. It's just a good idea. Just, I mean, it's you know, a more fun and b safer. Well, I, I will say, you know, occasionally, take time and go by oh, yeah. yourself. Yeah. But maybe, never maybe solo. don't do the more dangerous sports by yourself. All the <laughs> like time. rock climb hey. or boulder. Cough, cough. I've never done that. Yeah. <laughs> with a busted wrist. Hmm. No crash pad. I don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. It's fine. My dog was my crash pad. Uh-huh. That's awful. They're going to come That's awful. <laughs> I'm calling PETA right now. <laughs> no, no. All right. Well, how about you? 
My favorite outdoor sports. Well, like I was saying, I got into hiking a good. I've always hiked, but I got like really into hiking a good a good few years ago. Backpacking is really fun. Um, I really like full packing, like bigger stuff and doing like multi day, bigger stuff. Um, I got into bouldering a couple years ago at a gym at my college, um, which I got super into. And then I only recently, like within the last year, started like outdoor climbing and sport climbing outside and stuff. And that was with you. And that was super fun. I really like that. Um, I don't Shout know out to myself. <laughs> I don't know why you ever let me play for you the first time <laughs> you took me out, but it's fine. There's nothing like trust until you let someone belay you. That's just true. <laughs> you have to have a solid relationship to make that okay. Like sport belay, not yeah. just like top rope belay. No, no, yeah, like sport belay, like <laughs> just scary, scary. Like the first time I actually let her out, I was like, "Why the fuck did you ever let me <laughs> belay for you?" <laughs> Because that's terrifying. Uh, trust you. <laughs> so climbing. Um, I'm super into fly fishing, which I don't do as often as I'd like to. Um, but I used to do a lot. And I still do like a good bit, but just not as often as I'd like. Um, yeah, I think that's... I run. We're both going to start running. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Not Unfortunately. <laughs> Trail um, running, which trail I'm running, more yeah. into. Yeah, yeah. I refuse to do road running. I'm sorry if you are into road running. It's just not our scene. It just sounds... For, well, for me personally, boring. like, I used to road run a lot, and I used to do half marathons and a lot of different stuff, and for, I just get bored road running. So for me, trail running kind of was that um, combination of that love of the outdoors with something that I was trying to accomplish, like training for a half marathon. Right. Um, Is that even the right term? Road running? No, it's the right term. Street running? No, it's road running. That's that's a real term. Tell us if it's not a real term. (laughs) Asphalt sprinters? (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know. (laughs) But, yeah, so those are my outdoor sports. I'm trying to think. Oh, I horseback ride, too. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. Um, I feel like a lot of people overlook that. Yeah, it definitely is overlooked, especially because, like, it can have a connotation of being kind of bougie. (laughs) You know what I mean? Kind of, like... I think here it does. Here I think it does. Out That's west, true. It doesn't. That's as because much. we're like in the middle of like the biggest eventing area in the country. That's true. So, it's just it, <laughs> it does seem bougie around here, but it, everywhere else it's not really. Um, but yeah, I horseback ride. I hunt. I take my dogs out and we hunt and stuff like that. Um, yeah, lots of outdoor sports. Really, just like being outside. Anything is good with me but definitely the big ones are going to be climbing yeah. and backpacking oh and paddling i paddle yeah. i have a kayak a kayak <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing though like you don't have to be a professional or like an expert at any of these things to call yourself or identify with any of these sports. oh yeah 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 um like if you enjoy kayaking even if you rent a kayak if you don't own your own kayak you can still be a paddler. You yeah, can still you identify paddle. as a paddler. Yeah. It's something you like to do. It definitely, yeah, it's definitely not one of those things, especially, like, I feel like it can become one of those things where it gets really technical on, like, tech specs and descriptions of different sure. pieces of gear. And if you don't know as much as, like, the next guy, you feel inadequate. But that's, I think, a little bit of an, an unfair judgment. 
Um, and you can always learn. You will always yeah. be learning new Until skills. the day that, if you yeah. even are a professional, you're going to still keep learning because gear keeps developing and sports keep changing. So it's not like you can just learn everything about the sport and then be done, which I think is important. Um, so the yeah, next... Well said. Yeah, the next little bit <laughs> that um, we're going to talk about is kind of outdoor goals. And this is going to be something that will kind of be a continuing theme through the podcast kind of like a check-in like this is what we want to do this is how we're doing with it um just because I think it's fun to set goals for yourself I'm a very goal-oriented person um and I think that's fun and I think it's fun to like do updates on how we're doing with outdoorsy stuff um Mm -hmm. so a big one that we just decided on is we're gonna run an ultra marathon um, so we're gonna do a 50k and that's five zero and then the letter k. and then the letter k which is a 31 and a half miles i've never run before <laughs> so basically- yes you it is fair to say that i'm stupid <laughs> well basically how this came about was i have a co-worker who is an ultra marathoner he runs 50 milers and 100 milers and he kind of talked me into it solely by saying if i could train for my first 50k while never having run before and also having cancer you can definitely do it and i was like well goddamn (laughs) (laughs) i guess i can't argue that because that's a really kind of argument proof reason you know what i mean you can't really come back at like well blah 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 and i have blah 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 no like he had cancer and never run before and trained for 50k so um i'm a hobo so christian's a hobo (laughs) i might as well yeah well what's i was kind of looking for my next big goal type thing and i guess you are too so it's just one of those things that kind of i'd been toying with because i'd trail run anyway um and it seems interesting to me and it's it's a distance where like even if we crash and burn we can hike out like it's not gonna be we're stuck in the woods somewhere and also for me like we were saying a second ago like we like to explore different um uh disciplines Mm -hmm. like outdoor sports and stuff it's something that's definitely out of my comfort zone and i kind of i want to know what it's about yeah i I don't want to like just shit on it before i've actually done it myself so <laughs> yeah <laughs> might as well and kind of an added thing is um so there's this group called 46 climbs and they do like a hiking week during um national suicide prevention month or something or week which is like the first weekend in september and i have I think lost it's the whole month. is it the whole month Oh, okay. So the whole month of September. I think the the event runs for the first week of September, though. Um, But anyway, so that's something that's near and dear to my heart. I have lost a friend very close to me to suicide. And so I actually didn't get to participate because I was working and I couldn't get anywhere to do things that I wanted to do for 46 Climbs. And I felt really bad because it's a really cool fundraising event. Um, And so... I was kind of toying with the idea of doing something just not with the event, but do it through the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and do like a fundraising event, um, like an outdoor thing and raise money while doing it. And I think that a race is a really good way to do that. A lot of people do that um, for like a lot of different things, not just like suicide prevention, but like cancer funding and just like 
you know, like money for like poverty and different things like that. So I thought that that was a good kind of marriage between a goal I wanted to do anyway and then something that is a, a kind of an extra motivator as well. Like definitely I'm going to be running for my loved one. And I think that kind of adds a lot to it. Um, not just like that's I guess my wife <laughs> running an ultra marathon <laughs> when people ask me why I'm crazy <laughs> um I don't yeah. think it's crazy just to say that your reason is that you have a goal no that's true that's true I think it was more just like something that was important to me and yeah. something I wanted to do um but other outdoor goals besides running an ultra <laughs> let's see um I do want to do um not this winter but probably the spring probably early summer i want to do the presidential range in a day so the presidential traverse Mm -hmm. um which if you don't know what the presidentials are it is in the new hampshire 48 which are the 48 4000 footers in new hampshire white mountains which are super great um, I really love the White Mountains and I did a good number of the presidentials over the summer this summer and we met some people doing the presidential traverse and we were like, oh, that's super cool. I bet we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, I was a little out of shape, so I was like, no, I couldn't. But I definitely like um, think it would be a really cool experience to do in a day. So that's definitely. 10 peaks and I think 24 miles, which is doable, right? Yeah. It's totally fine. It's not 24 flat miles. No, nope. <laughs> it's 24 mountain miles. It's going to be nuts. <laughs> but that's kind of Fine. on My the back burner for me. Um, I don't know. I feel like I could dream up a bunch of things. Oh, yeah. There's always. There's just always something that you I'm, could I'm always do. adding things to my bucket list. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any other, like, specific outdoor goals? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't... Uh... <laughs> I have like huge ones that I'm thinking of right now. Yeah. Like, we'll list those off because, like, like we were saying before, we kind of wanted this to be a continuing thing in the podcast and kind of being like, yeah, oh, absolutely. like this was a goal that we had and this is how we met it or this is what we're doing to address mm-hmm. it or it's being put on the back burner for right now. So, right. Um, well, I definitely like number one that's always that is always in my mind is through hiking the AT, mm-hmm. the Appalachian yeah. Trail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's probably on most hikers' list. Yeah. Whether they live here or across the country or something. But um, having lived so near to it and seeing it all the time, um, definitely that's high on my list. Yeah, for sure. That's kind of like the the cream cream of the crop over here with the, the <laughs> big hikes that you could want to do. Yeah. For sure. Um, and I actually recently discovered um what's called the great loop which Mm. is traditionally a sailing route um which i don't i don't know the starting point i guess you could start anywhere theoretically but um uh, it goes down the eastern atlantic coast around florida and then up uh the mississippi river if i'm not mistaken that's kind of cool and then across the great lakes and, and then, would you paddle this? Yes. Okay. So ideally, cool. I would paddle it. Um, That's super dope. Which I know people have done. Um, it can be done. It's a little ambitious, but yeah, it's definitely ambitious. Um, I feel like if I just listened to a podcast where this guy 
paddle stand up paddle boarded the Alaskan coast. And if that can be done, I'm sure that paddling around the coast of Florida and up the Mississippi can be done because that's freaking insane. <laughs> I have also heard that podcast. And if I have that guy's determination, <laughs> you could do anything. I can do anything. You can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, definitely that. Uh, I guess also the um, uh, now I'm blanking on the title of it. Uh, the trans america trail which is a oh the is that the american discovery trail the add uh is that a real thing did i I just make that up i think you might have made that up but i think that's a thing it could be a thing it could be a thing no the thing i'm talking about is um a motorcycle trail it's actually like a like a dirt bike um like uh enduro trail that goes from tennessee to oregon Okay. Um, and cool. it strictly uses uh, like non-surface roads, um, so like old fire roads, logging trails, single track at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and the point is, you can get from essentially the East Coast U.S. to the Pacific Ocean, never touching a road. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of a different trail, for sure. I think the trail I mentioned is real. I don't know. I'm sure it's real. Never heard of it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of... I mean, if we're talking, like, just goals in general, I was kind of mentioning short-term goals, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, I kind of just goal, went off there. <laughs> goal, no, but that's kind of cool. Like, that's kind of important. And goals in life. Like, I want to be a 48er, um, like I was mentioning before with the 48, 4,000-footers in New mm-hmm. Hampshire, which I'm at 18 out of 48 right now. And that's just from over the summer. That's crazy. And I was super, super stoked about it. Mm-hmm. So definitely want to do that. Definitely be a 46er. Just stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of, like, peak bagging lists on my... Uh, <laughs> You're definitely my... more of a peak bagger than I am. I but am. I think... I am. I just... I don't know. I think there's something fun. It just adds, like, an element of competitiveness. And, like, like I said, I'm go- very goal-oriented. <laughs> so I like that whole, like, ah, oh, like, if we go an extra, like two miles we can knock off this peak because we're already up here why not you know like you are and it's so interesting to me because i'm not like that i'm just so like oh whatever happens is like how it goes no same. uh i'm just definitely i'm not competitive at all <laughs> you are <laughs> you i don't know anything competitive i definitely can i definitely i'll make this podcast competitive <laughs> and you will <laughs> and um, i still love you but like <laughs> I think that, yeah, like, I have a lot of lofty things like that, too. Like, I also want to hike the AT. I want to hike the Long Trail just because that's near and dear to my heart, being from Vermont um, and growing up around that. That's just one of those things that I, you just got to do. Um, <laughs> you just got to do it. Um, and I think, like, I have, like, outdoor, like, personal goals, too, that aren't essentially, like, um, like specific trails or specific, like, peak groups but like i want to get become a better climber i want to up my oh for, yeah for like sure. stuff like that like i have goals like i want to up what i can lead like i don't want to just like lead like five eights i yeah, want to be able to absolutely. lead like five tens or stuff like you know like up it a little bit and like up um be able to like like with the ultra too the training for the ultra like being able to run that far right and not die yeah no i could say the same <laughs> so thing i have a lot of goals in that res- regard too which i think would right. be fun to follow it through absolutely too. Because I think that 
it doesn't have to necessarily be a lofty big not that like you know trail big trails and you know peak packing is lofty but it doesn't always have to be that kind of a goal it could just be my goal is to get outside at least four times a week absolutely yeah stuff like that I, my goal is to be a better climber my goal is to be you know stronger faster it's not you know yeah, you should always be pushing your your limits yeah um so. but we are coming up on 30 something minutes yes if we want to uh this is where start we were wrapping gonna, it up but. this is where we were gonna finish the podcast anyway, oh, perfect but time. the last kind of thing we were gonna talk about is just the future of the podcast and that's where we're gonna wrap it up but i think we kind of talked about that in the beginning as well just kind of this is we're not professional athletes we don't really profess to be experts in anything we are regular people yeah who happen to just avid. have some, some minor professional <laughs> outdoor we do training. Have, we, yeah we just we have some gear knowledge we have the love for the outdoors and we want to kind of share that in a space where we can just geek out about it and talk about cool stuff and it's never it's not always going to just be you know talking about lofty goals or talking about our favorite things it's it's going to range a lot, which I think is going to be fun. We're going to um, change it up for you. We're going to change it up. Every now and then. <laughs> and um, we're also going to, you know, combine this with a YouTube channel and kind of trying to do bigger stuff on that. Like if we go backpacking or we go climbing on like a longer kind of a trip to document that and make a cool video about it and do like like a two minute clinic on a piece of gear that we really like or you know go through like a like a short like hack like this is something i like to do because it makes something easier when we backpack or makes something easier when we hike or you know um so it's going to be kind of a cool hopefully combination of our youtube and podcast and yeah totally. that's kind of the future of this <laughs> podcast hopefully so Thank you for listening Thank to you. Worms Are a Myth. Listening. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. We'll see you out there. <laughs> Have fun out there. It's a cool thing that people say. <laughs> <laughs>